Welcome to First and Oz Financial Health. This is where we share our passion and our knowledge with you to enhance your financial health. I'm your host, Ellie Delaney. I'm the Director of Marketing here at First and Oz Financial. And I have Ryan First and Oz, our founder, with me. Hi, Ryan. Hey, how are you? Cold today. Yeah, I got cold outside. We had a good run. Uh, yeah, winter might be here. <laughs> uh, no, we'll get it's some good. Here. We'll get it's sunny out. It's not snowing. It's just a little colder. It's all right. I hope it snows for Christmas, though. I hope it doesn't, but... uh. (laughs) (laughs) I always ask myself why I still live in Nebraska, because I hate the cold, but here I am. Here I am. So, speaking of cold and year-end and winter coming, uh, Ryan and I hope to talk with you about some year-end strategies for your taxes and your investments, and we we can help you with some of that today. So, Ryan and I have a list here. I'm going to go through that with him, and um, we'll see what he has to say. Uh, so what do we have? We have top 12, right? Yes. Top 12, top 12 year-end strategies. strategies, taxes, and investments. Awesome. Yeah. So number one, here we go. Um, max out your 401k plan, your simple IRA, your SEP. Tell me about that. Yeah, so you should try, uh, you know, the goal should be to, to, first of all, max out whatever the employer is matching, right? So if you aren't getting all of the match, make sure you're getting that. But then on top of that, see if you can max it out for the year. Get as much in there as you can. You know, Maybe you can defer a bigger amount of your paycheck here at the end of the year. So it's kind of late to maybe catch up if you haven't done a lot. Uh, but if not, get on schedule for next year. So right now, 401ks this year, uh, if you're under age 50, you can contribute up to 19500 per year. And if you're over 50, there's an additional 6500 you can add. So you could put up to 26000 mm-hmm. So there's some pretty high limits in 401ks. Um, and if you have that income where you need to get some deductions, you know that's a good way to do it. Or if you're trying for the Roth, maybe they have that Roth option in there. Uh, if you have a different type of plan, maybe a simple IRA, the limits are a little different. You can put up to 13,500 uh, $13, under the age of 50. Uh, over 50, there's a 3,000 catch up to 16,500. So SEP IRAs have a little bit different rules, but you know try to max them out. Yeah. Check your paycheck. See what you're what you're contributing, and, and max that out if you can. Because people probably forget what you're doing. Yeah, so and if you can't max it, it out, increase it by a percent or two. Yeah. Right, give yourself a little pay It'll raise. Help. Okay, number two, uh, same thing, kind of max out your Roth IRA and or or uh, IRA. Yep, same thing. Now this doesn't have to be done by year end. You actually have up till April fifteenth to maximize your Roth IRA and IRA contributions for the previous mm-hmm. year. But end of the year is good to try and get it done before then and then get started on next year's right away. Uh, so Roth IRA, IRAs both have a 6,000 limit under age 50, 7,000 limit uh, age 50 or older. Um, you, can, you can actually, what people maybe don't know is if you put some money into a Roth, you can also put some money into an IRA as long as you don't go over those limits. So I could put 3,000 into each, for instance. Uh, I could put 5,000 in one, 1,000 in the other. So you're not strictly limited to one or the other, but it might depend on your income. Sometimes your income's too high, you don't qualify, or if you're in another retirement plan. So that'd be something to check in with us on uh, for some details There's there. so many rules. Some rules to follow, <laughs> right? I can never keep track of all that. It's a lot of rules. Um, max out your HSA. This one was easy for me. <laughs> all right, so what's your, what's your, what is an HSA? Uh, that's where we put money in um, uh, pre-tax to an account for health reasons and things like that. So I know like when we had Haven, my daughter, she's one now, that was easy. I pretty much uh, 
what the payments I was making to the hospital, they got put in my HSA first and then taken right out of there. And then they're like, okay, hey, you've put in too much in for the year, you're done. <laughs> yeah, so HSA stands for? Health savings account. Nice, <clears throat> health savings account. Yeah, try and max that out. If you're an individual, you can put like 3,600 in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're married, you can put like seven, uh, 7,200 in. Yeah. Uh, and those change every year as well. But yeah, try get that in there because that's a tax Helpful. deduction. And then it's tax free as long as you use it for college or college, right. as long as you use it for uh, health. health stuff. And it, like a lot of things, you can use your HSA for a lot of things. Yeah, glasses, yeah. eye doctor, dentist, you know, a lot of different yeah. health. Yeah. Um, okay, number four, here we are. Max out your 529 college savings. Uh, yeah, so this is important. So there, uh, so there's actually a high limit on what you can put into college uh, savings account, uh, but you might only be able to put so much in in any year to get a tax benefit. So in Nebraska, for instance, if you're a married couple, you can put up to $10,000 into uh, 529 college accounts. Uh, and so that's based on the owner, uh, not based on the beneficiary. So if you're single, you can put 5,000. If you're married, you can put 10. And that will get you a state income tax and deduction in Nebraska. You could put 15 or you could put 20, but you're only gonna get that income tax deduction on that 10. Okay. Uh, for instance, Iowa has a little bit different rules. Uh, Iowa's is, is dependent upon the beneficiaries of the account. So in Iowa, they have an odd number, but if you're you're married, you can put like, or no, actually, if you're an individual, you can put $3,474, so it's a weird number, <laughs> um, per beneficiary account. So if I had four kids, I could put that amount into each kid's account. Okay. And if I was married, then I think it's double that. So it depends on your state, check the state rules, and it's a state income tax deduction, not a federal. But you have to do it by, by the end of the year to qualify on that year. Okay. Uh, something, and I know it's not on our list also, is um, if you are uh, have college expenses and you're taking money out of your college account, you know, make sure you get that done by the end of the year to offset those expenses. Oh, right. Because if you have the expenses and you take money out, it has to they have to match up in the same calendar mm-hmm. year. Interesting. That's helpful. Uh, number five, prepay for next year's expenses. So this is, you know, this is more towards the business side of things, right? So if you have a business and you, you know, you spend money on, you know, something every month, uh, envelopes, paper, yep. pens, whatever, you know, by the first three months of the year, it's stock in up. December, stock up, right? <laughs> and uh, you get know, those get, Black Friday sales. Well, that that saves you, <laughs> that saves you money too, but uh, yeah. and then that way you have that uh, that expense that you can put on this year's uh, deductions for your yeah. business. Okay. That's simple. Uh, number six, get with your tax advisor for an estimate and uh, maybe some new laws that you could take advantage of. Yeah, so things are always changing. You know, give your give your tax advisor a call and say, hey, um, are, are there anything is there anything new this year that I need to be doing here by the end of the year to take advantage of these new laws? Yeah. Um, and or get in to do an estimate with them. Uh, yeah. You know, so if things are the same, maybe you don't need to. But if some things have changed get in and say, hey, here's where everything looks. What should I be doing here while well, I still have a few weeks left before the end of the year? Talk with a professional. Yep. Um, loss in taxable investment accounts. So you're going to lose me here. Tell me about it. <laughs> well, so so let's say we have some, so, so it's a regular investment account, so not retirement, okay? Just regular taxable investment account. 
and uh, let's say I have a I bought a mutual fund and it is at a loss right now. Okay. okay, so it might be a good idea to sell those shares, get that loss, realize that loss this year, so you can use that to offset any capital gains you might have on some of your other investments, right? You know, so you can use that loss, offset those gains, reinvest it in something else, okay. and off you go. You just have to be careful because you can't turn around and buy what you sold right away and keep the loss. You have to set out for 30 days out of that particular investment. Otherwise, it's called a wash sale and you don't get to count the loss. Hmm. So let's say it was a ABC mutual fund and I sold those shares. I can't buy back ABC mutual fund within 30 days and still keep my loss. Uh, but it's a good time of year to do that. Now, we don't want to have losses in our investments, but it happens from time to time. Mm -hmm. So it might be a chance to temporarily use some of those losses to offset some gains. Okay. Again, talk with a professional. They know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, so there's some details there. Give us a call. We'll, we'll yeah. look at your accounts. Uh, you know, that's something we do proactively is yeah. if, if, if we think there's an opportunity, we'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, next one, I think sounds a little similar. Um, gains in taxable account to balance losses from earlier in the year. So that's kind of opposite. Okay. Okay, so you might have maybe sold something earlier in the year where you already have a loss. So you have that loss on the books, but maybe you don't have a... a capital gain to offset it with. So maybe there's some gains you could go ahead and sell and make some profits right now so that those that loss is being used up for the year and you've utilized it. Okay. Now if you don't use up all your losses, don't worry about it. Losses carry forward to the next year. They carry forward into the future. So it's not like you lose them, but it might be a good a good chance to take advantage of it. If you have some, okay. go ahead and sell some of the stuff that you have as a gain. Okay. Uh, well, Christmas is coming up. Uh, number nine, you can gift assets to loved ones. How is that helpful? So, uh, you know, so this could be around your, your estate planning or maybe you just want to, you know, gift something to your kids as well. But uh, around estate planning, maybe you're trying to get some of the assets out of your name, into your family's name. So if you die, there isn't a federal estate tax. That's okay. what people worry about. <clears throat> so you can gift up to 15000 a year to each of your children and that's not reportable. It doesn't go on the tax return. It, it, it isn't reported. So as long as you stay okay. 15000 or below, you can do gifting. So oh. you might want to take advantage of that. And, you know, it can be for you and your spouse, right? So I could give fifteen to one of my kids and oh. Shelly could give fifteen to one of our kids, right? Okay. So we could gift 30 to each kid technically. Okay. So there, you know, and you have to do that. That's on a calendar year basis. So you haven't done it. You have this year still to do it. Otherwise, it resets next year and you get 15 for the whole year. Okay. Actually, next year it goes up to 16,000, but you get the whole year again. Okay. And to go along with that, you could also gift to a charity. That's next on the list. Yeah. So you can give to, yeah, if you haven't given to charity and you normally do, you know, do that. You know, you can realize the tax deduction. Uh, one way to do that, uh, to, to really optimize the tax deduction, is if you are take, having to take, required to take your RMD, required minimum distribution from your retirement accounts, you can gift directly to the charity. So that distribution goes directly to the charity and it doesn't come to you as a, as a distribution. Uh, and so that's a good way to, to get that done by the end of the year. Okay. You know, otherwise, if you're needing a tax deduction on top of that, you know, gift to a charity of some sort. And that goes back to, you know, check with the ta your tax advisor, make sure it's going to qualify, Yeah. you know, and, and because you have to have so many deductions to be able to, to, to realize. All those rules again. Follow the rules, <laughs> yeah. 
you mentioned RMDs a moment ago. Um, that's next. Take any RMDs from traditional retirement accounts if you're age 72 or older. So that's a really important one because if you, so at age 72, you have to take these minimum distributions every year. Yep. And so basically the IRS has said, hey, you put money into that IRA or that 401k and you got a tax deduction. They don't want you uh, dying with the account and at age 90 and never paying taxes on it. So at 72, you have to start taking a little bit out every year. Okay. Uh, so if you don't do that, they hit you with a 50% tax penalty. It's like this one of the stiffest penalties out there. Jeez. So you want to make sure that you've done your RMD for the year um, and, and not miss it. Okay. And, and so that's something we keep track of and we contact our clients to make sure we're on top of that because that's a big one. Okay. Helpful. Uh, number 12, do you want to take this one away? Uh, what is number 12 on our list? Plan to pay yourself first. Oh, yeah. Pay yourself. Yes. <laughs> Pay yourself first. So yeah, I mean, so plan for next year, right? Mm -hmm. um, and pay yourself first. I'm What I mean by that is uh, give yourself the pay raise on your investments. Increase your 401k by from 5% to 6%. Start putting money into a Roth IRA, $100 a month or $500 a month. Start putting some money into the HSA. So make a plan at the end of the year here to start something new to pay yourself for 2022. Okay. Okay, well, I think that uh, wraps up our, our list here, our 12. And uh, is there anything more you want to add before we end it? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, uh, you know, if you have friends or family uh, that, that to share this with, uh, pass it along to them. Share this with them. It's good information. And, uh, you know, we'd love to hear, hear from you if uh, you have any questions or if they have any questions. Great. Thanks a lot, Ryan. All right. To talk uh, financial health with us between episodes, you can please email us at firstinawfinancial at lpl.com. You can give us a call at 402-887-4302. Our website is firstinawfinancial.com. That's spelled F-U-R-S-T-E-N-A-U-F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L. Uh, you can find a lot about our team, what we offer, news, articles, and a lot of resources on there. And we're also on Facebook. The opinions voiced in this show podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Mm -hmm.